Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby. Thanks for tuning in. So today, I wanted to talk to you all about how God is for our good. We can easily think that God is out to get us, or in our minds, our first instinct is, is God punishing me for something? However, we have to remember that we have a good Father. Like, our Father loves us. And many times, we can easily see God as a God who is out to get us, or who is out to punish us. And we fail to neglect that He is a God who works all things for our good. So I wanted to share a personal experience I had. Recently, my husband and I, we went to North Carolina for a mini vacay. And throughout that whole trip, there was a lot of like road bumps. And um, every time though, like you'll see the consistent pattern. But whenever we faced a trial, I would immediately think like, oh, like maybe God doesn't want us to be in this trip. Or like maybe God's like not happy with us going here, like constantly in my mind. So the first instance that happened was uh, right before we were about to go, we decided to um, rent a car. And now I had already paid online. All we had to do was go and pick up. Well, it turns out like the first place we went, they didn't have any cars um, available and that could go outside of Florida. So I was like, okay, so let's go to another place. So we went to um, a different car rental place and praise God for my husband because I was like not ready to wait, but he had to wait three hours for the car rental. And so he didn't get home till 3.30 a.m. And all, you know, all these things were happening. However, the good news is because he waited so long, we got upgraded in our car. And guys, this car was so nice. It was a 2020 Ford Fusion. And we had originally just paid like the, the cheapest car, like the compact size car. But like the Lord was able to upgrade us to a very nice car. It's funny because the car was red. And so my husband always jokes and says we're covered by the blood of Jesus. Um, but it was such a comfortable car and like it was literally the best seats that I've ever been in and I've been in other like luxury cars, but this car was amazing And so it was such a blessing to have a nice big car comfortable seats because it would be a nine-hour drive That was one instance where automatically like my mind had thought like, you know Maybe God doesn't want us to go, but we saw that he actually ended up working, you know um, For our good and then afterwards we the next day in North Carolina, we wanted to go hiking in Grandfather Mountain. So I already was like excited. I had planned out where we're gonna go, the trails and whatnot. So we get there to Grandfather Mountain and there's a sign that says you have to reserve online. And I was like, oh no, like please don't tell me like the time slots are like taken. So we get there at 12 p.m. and we, we get there and we're like, hey, we didn't know that we had to reserve online. And the guy there was saying like, oh, well, unfortunately we're all booked until 4.30 p.m. So I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, like, are we gonna have enough time to see everything that we need? What if the weather gets bad because it was also supposed to rain later that afternoon? So all these things were coming in my mind and once again, I thought, you know, maybe God never wanted us to be here. So like that was going on in the back of my mind. But anyways, I was like, well, babe, let's just reserve. And so um, we end up reserving, but it was such a blessing in disguise, guys. So like it ended up raining, by the way, later on in, I would say not at 4.30, but it started raining around three o'clock. But because we got there, I was like, wait, we can actually visit um, this overlook hike area, which is one of the places I had planned. So I'm like, you know, we can just do that. It's only 10 minutes away and then we can go back. But like I said, my only fear was the rain. 
And so after we were able to hike for like an hour and a half on the overlook area and it was so beautiful. The weather was perfect. And after we finished hiking, um, we were gonna go see the waterfall area. And that would be like a 20 minute drive because we still had until 4.30. Well, on our way there, it starts raining. And I'm just thinking again to myself, oh my gosh, like, please don't tell me that we drove all the way here. We can't visit Grandfather Mountain. Like that was one of like the biggest um, places that I really wanted to see with my husband. And so it started to rain on our way to the waterfall and I'm just praying and praying. But in the back of my mind, once again, I start thinking to myself, you know, like maybe God didn't want us to come here kind of thing. And just all those like negative thoughts towards God. So we get to the um, waterfall and we had to wait in the car for like 15 minutes, but praise God, guys, like the rain stopped. So we're able to just walk and see the waterfalls. So we get to the entrance of Grandfather Mountain and the weather is beautiful, everything is good. And we decide to go in and the Lord was so good because we we're able to visit the one mile high um, swinging bridge and we were able to also hike on the Macaray Peak. And it was a blessing because I was afraid that because of the rain earlier, that would be slippery, it would be dangerous, but praise God, when we were hiking on the Macaray Peak, because it's so high, it was as if like rain didn't even touch it. And I was just thanking God so much, the fact that he moved this hike to 4.30, because this was a strenuous hike. If we had did this first, I don't think we would have energy to like be able to do the other overlook hike and walk in the waterfall. And not only that, if we had went to Grandfather Mountain earlier in the day, we wouldn't be able to see the overlook area because it would, it would rain. And that place was definitely like gonna be very wet and slippery. And so throughout the whole trip, like on my way back, the Lord was showing me that he was all for our good. Right? He was he was never out to like get me and like make me suffer through these things. And you know, when I say that God is for our good, I don't mean that we're always gonna be going through comfort in our life or that we won't face trials. But sometimes it's through trials that we can see the love of God, that we can see the grace of God. And because we went through so many trials, I was able to see God's favor, like come through. He came just in time. He was there, he was covering us. Like our trip, like every single moment of it was so precious. And it was as if God was there, like being like, hey, like in my mind, I'm thinking like, this was what this was not what we were planning to do. This was never in the plan, but God knew all along, like, hey, it's gonna be for your good. And I feel like this relates to our own lives. You know, you may be in a, in a place right now where there's so many things that you never planned or expected to happen, but it's happening. You don't understand what's going on around you. But in those moments, you can trust that God is for your good. And sometimes he allows us to go through trials and testings to prune our character. Romans 8, 28 says, in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. And when you look into that chapter in Romans 8, it's talking about suffering, right? But yet, how can it say that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him? And that's the thing that I want to talk about today is God is all about growing us. And sometimes he has to allow us to go through sufferings, to go through trials. But in the midst of that, we can have a positive outlook to be like, no, like God is building me for my good. Like I'm going to learn a lesson from this. I'm going to leave stronger. Instead of thinking of our trials as like, oh, like God doesn't love me or God is punishing me. We need to flip that around because we're a child of God. Once we've accept, accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior and we're walking with him, he is for our good. He's going to lead us for our best and for his glory. James 1, 2-4 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature, complete, lacking nothing. So what James is telling us here is consider it pure joy when you face trials. 
And why? Why should we be excited when we're going through something hard? Because we know that God is maturing us. And the problem that I feel like we have right now um, in, in, in these moments is that we don't keep going. We don't keep trusting. We give up and we go back and we turn away from God or we start thinking bad about Him or we start losing faith and not believing that He's for our good. But I want to encourage you all, if you would just persevere, you will see God's faithfulness come through. I love sharing the testimony of, of uh, my single days back, you know, now I'm married. But when I was single and the Lord had asked me to break up with someone, I was so devastated and I was so tempted to go back to that relationship. But the Lord just reminded me, hey, take joy in this time of testing because I'm maturing something in you. And what God was maturing in me in that season was faith, to be able to trust him, to obey him, to know that he has the best in store for me. And so whatever you are facing, I wanna encourage you all to persevere through the trial. Don't try to run away from it because God is maturing not just your mindset, but also your character, your heart, and your faith in God. He wants your your faith to be to be grown, to trust in Him. And you know, when we, I love what Joyce Meyer had mentioned. She was saying that the only way for our faith to grow is through testing. And that's so true. Like we can't grow our faith if we're not tested. We can easily say we have faith, but when we're in a place where we need faith, will we utilize our faith? Will we choose to walk by faith? Right, scripture says, walk by faith and not by sight which means that when we're called to walk by faith, it's, we're going to be placed in a situation where we're not going to know what's on the other side. And we have to trust God that he's leading us for our good, that he has good in store. And so I want to encourage you all to really take joy in the midst of the trials that you're facing, in the midst of the confusion. Just keep going and trusting that God has a plan. And even though you don't know the plan, God knows it. The story I wanted to share is about Joseph. So in Genesis, we read the story of Joseph. And Joseph was that son that Jacob loved. He was, at the time, the youngest son. Obviously, we read later that Benjamin was later Joseph's younger brother. By the time, Joseph was the only youngest son, and so Jacob really loved him. And so from there, we already see in Genesis 37 that the brothers were jealous because Jacob, the fa their father, favored Joseph. Well, however, during that time, God ends up giving Joseph a dream. And in the dream, Joseph was lifted up high and, you know, all his brothers were bowing down to him. And Joseph ends up telling his brothers his dream. In fact, God gives him two dreams and Joseph goes to the brothers and tells them of his dream. In verse 5, Joseph says to his brothers, Listen to this dream I had. We were binding sheaves of grain out in the field when suddenly my sheaf rose and stood upright, while your sheaves gathered around mine and bowed to it. His brother said to him, do you intend to reign over us? Will you actually rule us? And they hated him all the more because of his dream and what he had said. And you would think that Joseph with discernment, like would stop talking to his brothers about it. Well, God gives him another dream and he therefore again tells his brothers the dream. So it says in verses nine, then he had another dream and he told it to his brothers. Listen, he said, I had another dream and this time the sun and moon and 11 stars were bowing down to me. And so like, you know, his brothers got even more furious. And many of you know the story that his brothers end up, you know, pushing Joseph off and hoping that he dies, but he ends up getting sold into slavery. Now, it was a huge process that Joseph had to go through so many sufferings, right? He, he was sold as a slave in um, Potiphar's house and he went to prison multiple times and constant trial after trial after trial. Now, if you're in Joseph's shoe, you may think to yourself, like, God must not love me. God was not before me because I'm in prison, because I'm a slave. Yet that wasn't the fact. God was working on Joseph's behalf. And in fact, the dream that God had given Joseph would come to pass because Joseph was able to interpret Pharaoh's dream. He was exalted. 
um, to be second in command under Pharaoh. And so afterwards, we read later on that there was a famine. And because of the famine, Joseph had wisdom. He, had, he was able to interpret Pharaoh's dream before the famine to tell him, like, hey, we need to save up. We need to be saving food so that God actually exalted Joseph to be able to save all of the nations around them because of his wisdom. And that's how the dream came to pass, where the brothers then had to come bow down before Joseph, asking to sell the brothers some food. When we look at the life of Joseph, we may wonder like, wow, he went through so much. Yet Joseph knew that God intended, that God turned all of the situation for his good. Not only was he able to help his brothers and nations around him, but also I believe his character was developed too. You know, now scripture doesn't go, doesn't dive deep into like the character of Joseph growing, but the fact that when he was young and he was kind of like just telling his brothers his dreams, even though his brothers were already getting annoyed, and here he is being sold as a slave and being in prison, being in Potiphar's home, I'm sure Joseph had a lot of character building. I'm sure that the Lord humbled him to a place to be able to trust God in the midst of his trials and wherever that he was being led to. And so, even though that, that it was a bad thing that he was in prison and, and being sold as a slave, God was able to use that situation to mature Joseph, to prepare him to a place where now he's in second command. And what I love about the story of Joseph is you see that no matter where God placed him, whether he was the slave of Potiphar's home or in prison, he was always raised up because others could trust him. He always gave his best. You know, and I really believe that the Lord was really working in his heart and his character. And like scripture says, when we humble ourselves, he exalts us. And God ended up exalting Joseph. And I love what Joseph ends up telling to his brothers when they finally meet him. In Genesis 50, 20, Joseph says to his brothers, You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. And so God, Joseph right here acknowledges that Although you intended to harm me, God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, saving of many lives. And so God knew that Joseph had to go through all those things to be able to not only mature Joseph, but to be a blessing too around those around him. And you know, sometimes when we talk about, you know, God is for our good, that's the topic for today. We have to realize too that whatever we're going through, there's going to be a good for it. And sometimes the good of it is also for the good of others, right? The good of God's glory. And so we can take joy in these trials knowing that it's hard, it's tough, but we're going to grow stronger in the Lord and people are going to be blessed, right? Like God is so good in taking our situations around and turning it for our good. Maybe there's been things in your life where you've made mistakes back then or currently when if you ask God for forgiveness, you turn back and follow him, he can use what was meant for your harm for your good and for the good of others. And so it's just time for us to really have a right perspective of God, that he's a good father, right? And many times we tend to doubt. I feel like a lot of times we fear because we don't truly believe that he's a good father because of the sufferings that other people experience. Maybe you're seeing around you, people are experiencing harm and trials, and it makes you question if God is really good. But what I want to share with you all today is that even though there are harm or people are going through suffering, it doesn't mean that God isn't good. God still has a good plan and he uses those things, those things that the enemy meant to harm us for his good. Psalm 25, 3 says, No one who hopes in you will ever be put to shame, but shame will come to those who are treacherous without cause. And I love this verse because 
I every time I'm doubting God, I always say, God, I know that if as, as long as I put my hope in you, I won't be put to shame. So whatever you're facing, stop fearing those things because the enemy is, is the one that's putting those thoughts in you. He wants you to doubt God. He wants you to take control of your life because he knows that God's way is the best and you don't know what's best for you. But I want to encourage you that as you persevere, you can know for sure that you will walk out victoriously, that you won't leave following God filled with shame and regret, but that God is really moving for you and you can only see it till it happens. So I want to encourage you to walk by faith, persevere, press on and trust God. Choose to put your trust in God, right? Like even in Psalm 25 verse one, it says, in you, Lord, my God, I put my trust. So if we're not willing to obey God, that means we don't, we're not trusting him, right? Like we're trusting ourselves if we're choosing to do what we feel, but we need to be willing to be in a place to trust God. Like that's why we read the Bible. We read these stories, these verses to remind us that God is faithful, that we can trust him, that he's a good father and he's always for his people. And so whatever you are facing today, I just want to speak encouragement to you to continue to believe that God is for you and that you have no reason to worry. Nowhere in scripture does it says that it gives us an excuse to be fearful or anxious, right? In fact, Philippians 4 says, do not be anxious about anything. So if you're feeling anxious right now, tell your anxiousness to leave and start proclaiming God's truth. Don't settle for fear because God didn't create you to walk in fear, but he created you to walk with boldness, love, peace, and joy. And so I'd love to pray for you all right now. God, I thank you, Lord, for those who are listening in, God. Lord, you know exactly where they're at right now, God, the sufferings that they're experiencing, the confusion. I sense that a lot of you all listening have just confusion in your hearts and in your minds. And that confusion is coming from a root of fear. And so, God, I cut off that fear right now in the name of Jesus. I, I just command for clarity to come in peace, Lord. And I believe the Lord is saying that as you fix your eyes on him, as you focus on renewing your heart and your mind in God's truth, and dismissing fear, all that confusion will leave. You'll be able to see clearly the path that God's telling you. And the Lord is saying, will you put your trust in me? So God, I pray, Lord, that those who are listening, that they would kindle that fire of faith, that they would choose to believe in your promises, to believe in the things that you've said. God, I, I believe that those who are listening also have prophetic words that have been spoken over them, promises, God. I pray, Lord, that they would hold on to it, even if it's been a long time. Joseph was in prison for so many years. So God, however long it takes, God, I pray, Lord, that you would encourage them, Lord, that there is good on the other side, that they can trust, that they won't be put to shame, but that you will come through for them, God. I pray, Lord, just for protection over their lives, God, that they would continue to choose to obey you, God. When temptation arises, that you would send the right people, God, even this podcast and other, other um, resources and even your word, God, to remind them to stay steadfast in you, to not doubt you even when things are going bad. God, even if there's car crashes that happen or unexpected bills that are arising, God, that they would continue to trust and persevere and do good because they know, God, that you're only working for their good. So I thank you, God, for those who are listening. In your name I pray, amen. So I pray that you guys have been blessed by this podcast. If you guys are listening as well, I would encourage you all to write a review. The more you, um, the more reviews that we get, the more people can be exposed to these podcasts. Um, so when you open up our podcast, all, all you have to do is scroll all the way down and you'll see some stars. So you can star it and share a comment. I also would love to hear how this podcast has blessed you. And as well, be praying too, if God is putting your heart to come and support our ministry. You know, all these efforts that we have, there's you know, thousands of people that are being impacted by our message, by our online Bible studies, by our post. 
And so we'd love for you to have a part to continue to help us to support us in continuing just growing the vision of God, growing disciples, sharing his gospel, his truth, and encouraging the body of Christ. You can do so at livingrevelations.com slash donations. And I'm excited to stay in touch with you all. If you guys have any questions, you can always reach out, message me on social media, or email us at info at livingrevelations.com. We'd love to be praying alongside of you. And so I'll talk to you guys next time. God bless. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.